You're listening to the Fiance Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Queen T, also known as your one and only Fiance coach. If this is your first time tuning in, I welcome you and I hope that you hit that subscribe button. I promise you this is a safe space for fiancés and girlfriends who are ready to perceive their wife goals and be the woman that they were ordained to be. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of maintaining your character no matter what transpires in your kingdom marriage because we just have to be prepared for the road ahead. All right, do me a favor, queens, before we jump into the episode, make sure you not only hit that subscribe button, but hop over to IG and follow me at the fiance coach and be sure to follow my women's ministry at my sister circle of Christ which is being led by my wonderful co-founder, Anastasia, the life coach. You can also follow her on IG at Anna underscore the life coach. All right, queens, let's get into the meat of today's episode. I'm the fiance coach connecting you to your true wife goals. Let's roll. Hola, queens. You're tuned into another episode of the fiance diaries. I'm your host, Queen T. I welcome you for today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of maintaining your character no matter what transpires in your kingdom marriage. But before we jump into that, I hope that you hit the subscribe button and that you share this episode with the queen who you know will be blessed by this information and is probably in the same space that you're in. All right, so I felt that this episode was necessary because as you are walking into kingdom marriage, before you get married, everything seems like it's going to be marital bliss. Everything feels like it's going to be perfect. The person that you're with today, you feel like they're going to be the same person no matter what. But the truth is, Queen, that when you get married, you change. After you say, I do, you change. So does the person that you're saying, I do, too. They change. This is a good thing because you are becoming one. You're becoming a covenant with God who you've committed your vow to. And that's something you should take seriously. Now, as you're walking into marriage, you will learn more things about your partner. Maybe you didn't live with them beforehand. You know, maybe you were long distance dating. Now you're waking up to this person every day. You're learning more about them. You're learning that they don't put the toilet seat down. You're learning that they don't, um, they don't put the, the milk away after they finish. You're also learning that Uh, Sometimes they don't make the bed after they get out of it in the morning. And these are just things that seem small, but then as you continue to be around this person, they can become small nuances that bother you. You have to remember that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And now that you've become one with your king, your kingdom purpose partner, he is out to destroy your marriage, even if it's the littlest thing you'll notice that, okay, it started small with, he wasn't putting the milk away every day, or he was leaving his coat on the couch. I don't know. I just know that us women, we have certain things about us that we um, are so used to. And when someone comes in our space and they throw it off and it's constantly happening, it does bother us. But you have to pick up on what those things are. And my advice to you is to maintain your character no matter what. Don't allow something so small to become so bad to the point that it blows up into something that it should not. Now, today is about maintaining your character because the truth is we're human and that may actually happen. 
you may get into a situation where you and your boo bay um, hubby are into it about something small you don't even remember what it started from all you know is that you're in it and you're in it to defend yourself you have to remind yourself who it is that you're defending yourself against you're practically having an argument with yourself is it worth it it's not you have to continue your you have to remember your vows and you have to continue to be the person that you vowed to be no matter who your spouse is being the best thing that you can do is pray for them you pray for their spirit you pray for yours as well and a lot of people really are afraid to pray for patience but i'm telling you patience is something that you want to be your friend you want to choose patience just like you want to choose peace and you want to choose joy for your marriage these aren't things that just come to you you have to choose them in every decision you make now if you come home and you constantly see oh he forgot to um, take the trash out he forgot to put the milk away the simple ways to fix that is just do it just put it away don't constantly nag your partner about something that is so small that you can do yourself and it can avoid a host of drama of things to come you know just honestly if you have to say like god like please give me patience for putting the milk away after him just pray for your spirit because there's something in you that the enemy will try to use against you to try to break down your marriage now there are times when your partner may be annoyed with things you're doing maybe there are things that he's not used to maybe he likes having alone time maybe he doesn't want to be bothered all the time or maybe he's a person that um i don't know just likes to sit in the quiet and you like to talk a lot you have to learn your partner and you never know he might say something that he doesn't mean or he might give off a vibe or a feeling that makes you wonder does he love me um is he you know what's going on in his mind no matter what you have to choose peace you have to choose joy and you have to choose love because they, the enemy is there and he's planning things in your mind and he's planning things in your spouse's mind. He doesn't like that you're married, let's be honest. His goal is to destroy what you're trying to build and we want to just avoid that at all costs of him winning. We want to avoid the enemy of thinking that he has one up on you or one up on your uh, kingdom bay and that's not where we're going to do. What we're going to do is commit to our character. We're going to we're going to be cognizant that we might fail, we might fall, but how we pick ourselves up afterwards is what matters and acknowledging our wrongs and how we don't get in the same situation again. Now, maintaining your character is important because as I mentioned earlier, we tend to go into attack mode. We tend to go into defense mode. And I haven't figured this out yet. Um, I have been meditating on um, the book, a New Testament book in 1 Peter 3. And um, I couldn't believe it. It came to me that Sarah, you know Sarah from the Bible and her husband Abraham. Sarah is the woman who didn't have a baby until she was in old age. She's the woman who laughed at God when he said that he was even going to give her a baby. But Sarah is also the woman that continued to call her husband Lord. Imagine how angry Sarah must have been when she was the one who told her husband to go out and have a baby with another woman. She was the one who had probably got upset with her husband just 
knowing that he had a son and she couldn't give it to him in the moment. And she still decided to honor her husband by calling him a name out of love, by considering him her Lord. We don't know what Abraham held over her head. We don't know. There are gaps in the Bible that we don't see because, of course, you can't put someone's whole life in a story. But we know that no matter what, Sarah respected her husband, even though she was grieving with the fact that she was unable to bear children at the time. She was old and probably felt like she lived a life and had nothing to pass on. But then God blessed her. And I believe that God blessed her because of her love that she continued to show her husband because of her commitment to her character, the type of wife that she was to her husband. No matter what she felt inside, no matter if she cared that Abraham kept leaving the milk out, no matter if she felt that Abraham was spending time with that other woman she told him to go have a baby with, literally, I, it still blows my mind that, that story in the Bible. But we have to be rem remember who we are as women, as nurturers of this earth, the things that we speak, the things that we say, the things that we believe, they have weight and they bear fruit. And um, I don't know which episode I shared it in, but I talked about how my um, gynecologist had told me to read Proverbs 14, and she said, don't ruin your marriage. And I got defensive on her, like, why would you tell me not to ruin my marriage? Why would you just say, I hope your husband doesn't ruin the marriage? But when I read Proverbs 14, it talked about a wife having the ability to destroy her household by what she says out of her mouth. So that, along with what I read in 1 Peter 3, tells me that there is a lot of things that we say as women, and there's a lot of power that we have as women in the things that we say. So maintaining our character is crucial because when our relationship is headed on the downward slope, we have the ability to speak life into it. We have the ability to speak healing into it. And we also have the ability to bring back love, even when there feels like there isn't any love. God is love. Always choose God. And when you choose him, he will help reinvigorate love that you don't see. Because we tend to go off of, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. You know, he used to make me feel this way. And now I don't feel that way. So we have to be mindful of what we're choosing. We're choosing love. And when we're choosing love, love is always there. When we're choosing peace, peace is always there. And when we're choosing joy, it's always there. No matter if we don't see it, if we believe it, and if we speak it, it's there. So that's what I want to talk to you ladies about maintaining your character. I hope that you take time to review the two uh, scriptures that I listed. One is in Proverbs 14, and it's talking about the woman who has the ability to destroy her household. And the second one is in 1 Peter 3 when it talks about a wife's duty to her husband, even if her husband is not doing his duty to God. That's deep, y'all. So y'all might want to read it. Don't hold it over your future husband's head. Just hold it to yourself. Meditate on it as well and see what God can do for that word for you. All right, ladies, this was a quick topic for today. Um, I hope that you're able to resonate with it. Do me a favor, hop over to my IG or my Twitter or on this YouTube channel if you're watching, and just leave me some feedback about how you feel about today's episode. All right, so that's my time, ladies. Be sure to follow me on IG at The Fiance Coach. I love y'all. Take care. Stay blessed. Mwah.